broken collarbone, smashed his elbow till it's black and blue, dropped a brick on his toe, the toenail's going to fall off, constant scratches, bruised hips. Um, he must have some kind of chip to his tailbone. They're just two parents who happen to be dads. One called Harley, the other one is Wads. It's not really Wads, it's Wade. But Wade doesn't rhyme with dads. It's shitting with the door open. <laughs> Whatever gets us there. <laughs> oh, oh, never retell that story. <laughs> That'll be deleted for all of time. The controversy. <laughs> uh, so, listen, before we crack on, because I know you've got stories, um, I've had a rough few days of parenting. I love it. <laughs> and look, it's. I, I think it's as much me as it is the big fella. It's it's yeah. been the seven year old that's caused most of the drama, and I think it's as simple as when kids are uh, between two houses in a shared care situation. It takes you a while to recalibrate, and so he was at his mother's for the first week of the school holidays, and then he's come to me. And the yeah. last three days, uh, and I, I really think. I'm the adult in the situation, so I'm the one that should have been able to be calmer in it. But I, it's been relentless, yeah, never-ending, uh, contrary comments from everything I say. He says the opposite, uh, and I'm losing my fucking mind. And it sort of culminated with last night. I was trying to make it different so that it wasn't because I don't want to be in an environment where I'm constantly telling someone what to do, regardless of their age and their yeah. relationship to me. I just don't want to tell people what to do. It's so exhausting and boring. But when a seven-year-old just needs to do certain things, like go and wash your hands, come and have dinner, yeah. and then he, he hears that, and then when he goes towards the bathroom, he takes a left and walks outside and picks up the chickens again, and they shit on the next fucking <laughs> bit of clothing that he's had to put on. You're like, man, what, what part of go and wash your hands go outside and pick up the chickens? I'm losing my mind. So last night, I said... And if it's every single interaction, it, yeah. it's tiring. It's, it's so tiring. It's just exhausting. Yeah. And so last night, after the three days of it, I was like, you know what? We walked around the shops together, Walter and the Pram and Leonard, and it wasn't too bad of a walk, but there was still a lot of contrary things going on. I'm like, fuck. And he had his little um, glow-in-the-dark poi, you know, those... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You swing around. And it wasn't dark yet. He goes, can we stay up late tonight because it's school holidays and can I go over in the park and swing these around? And I went, yes. Yes, you can. That's a nice I'm thing I'm not to being do. contrary. Absolutely. Let's do that. Yeah. We'll wait until Walter uh, gets to bed. Um, and so we went home and had dinner and he asked. And I said, don't ask again. I will tell you when it's time to go over there. Yeah. Be guaranteed we're going over there. He asked two more times. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not too bad. <laughs> it's not too bad. On the scale of things, it's not too bad. I keep it together. I get over there to the park uh, with Leonard and we're piffing the poi right up in the air, yeah. um, which is a bit of fun. It's, it's yeah. flashing light and it's going up in the air. And then I said to him, mate, don't do that around the trees. Be careful. It'll get stuck in a tree. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And then I'm like, this would be a cool photo. I'll take a photo of him swinging the poi around and then just put it up somewhere, you know, Instagram saying, this yeah. is how hectic parenting is. We're just flashing <laughs> lights around his head. So I sat down on a I park bench. you've already got like the social media yeah, plan yeah, out yeah, yeah. because this is modern living. Yeah, that's the only reason to have kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is for the fucking clicks. 
<laughs> so I sit down on a park bench underneath this beautiful big fig tree that's across the road from my house. Massive thing. That's I don't very- really like figs. So I don't care for that part of the story, but carry right. on. Well, I, I think it's less about the fruit and the fact that it's massive and you can climb up it. It's, oh, it's very know. adventurous. All right. The figs were in there. <laughs> Ruin the story. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> so I'm sitting on this park bench and I ask him, can you just stand there and spin those around so that I can figure out which filter to have on this camera? Great. So I, you know how you can get it so it's a slower... Um, yeah, yep. Whatever. And so yep. that you can see the movement. He... Piffs it into the air and it lands at the top of this massive <laughs> fig tree. Lost my fucking mind. I lost my mind. The plot twist that no one saw coming. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I just was like, and I, I went too far on my lecture of him, but just, and I, I think I genuinely made him feel very bad. And I was just like, mate, I said this so clearly. <laughs> anyway, so I, I, I didn't want him to be devastated. I was like, okay, let's try and get that out of the tree. It's 8 o'clock at night. It's Which is also night. an adventure. It's an adventure. So but I go back into the an shed. An unnecessary adventure. And absolutely, a waste of time. We could yep. have been swinging flashing lights around, having yep. a bit of fun. Go back into the shed. I There's a couple of things where I'm like, maybe I can do that. So I've got a, a bit of dowel that's been, uh, yep. uh, sorry, a bit of ply that's been cut off. So it's like a spear. Um, that should be safe. Um, <laughs> a bit of timber and a, and a length of rope. We get over there and I throw the dowel up into the, the sorry, the, bit, the cut-off bit of ply. Um, Fuck, and, I'm loving this. And I piff that up into the tree and then it comes back down and you can't really see it coming down. I'm like, okay, let's not do that again. <laughs> um, and then I give it one more shot. Then it stuck up in the tree. <laughs> right underneath the glowing ball. It's just flashing at the top of the tree. And I'm like, I have another go at him then, because that's his fault. Then I tie the bit of timber, the cut-off bit of timber uh, uh, with the rope, and I'm swinging it around Jesus. like some medieval weapon <laughs> and trying to fling that up into the tree. So safe. I've told him not to stand near me. A couple of times he's right behind me. I'm like, mate, this will cave your skull in. And at the moment... Oh, I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> so I go and I go, and then it's just not happening. It's getting late. I'm like, sorry, mate. It's got to stay there. We get into bed, and he he's a bit exhausted because it's late. He's also a bit exhausted because he's been told off so much by me, and I'm just yeah. trying to lie there and be still. And then I just made this comment. I said, just some days, man, I'm no good at this job and don't feel like I can do it. And oh, then, boy. And then he starts going, I'm like, Oh, buddy, are you all right? <laughs> you said that you're no good at this job. You said that you can do it. Please don't go away. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> oh I'm, like, I'm not going away, mate. I'm not going away. I'm not. He goes, I just don't want you to leave me. I'm not going to leave you. Oh, my Fuck. God. Just the worst. Just that is intense. So I said to him, mate, we'll go and have another crack at it in the morning. I know it's there. He goes, I don't even worry about that. It was my fault. It's not your fault. It's fine. Accidents happen. It's okay. We'll go and have another go at it in the morning. So we go this morning, 6 a.m., beside my bed. <laughs> him with a rolled up bit of rope and a bit of cut off timber. Dad, you ready? No, I'm not ready. <laughs> the guilt, all his guilt gone. Yeah, that's, guilt was that's gone. yesterday's guilt. And I got up and I was like, come on, all right, let's do it. So we had to go around the shops. 
um, to get some toilet paper. I'm like, we'll check on it on the way home. We're not doing it before breakfast. He was cool about that. We check yep. on it. It's still there. Not flashing anymore. Um, <laughs> we get back home. We have breakfast. It's all good. He's being fine. I'm trying to stay calm. There's a couple of moments where I'm like, please just do as I'm asking. We get back over there and I start the flinging. And I have properly sprained some muscle through, <laughs> <laughs> through my shoulder. It is so sore. And uh, there's still no flashing poi. Uh, this has been the greatest story of my life. I feel like I could shit myself three more times and not as enjoy it as much as that story. Uh, so I don't uh, know what to do. I'm, I'm half thinking about calling up an like electrical how, company. How, how high is this tree? Oh, 15 metres. Like he can climb. Can you see He can up? climb, but the section that it's in... You can't climb up there. You can't get up to that bit. I tried it last night and, and envisaged myself he, just crashing through the figs. Because you came around to us today. He had a bow and arrow. Yes. Yep. So I, I said, get some stuff to take to Wade and Claire's so that you can <laughs> occupy yourself. I opened the front door and there's yep. little Leo with a bow and arrow. And I'm like... Yeah, this will work out well. <laughs> and when and when you imagine a kid, a seven-year-old with a bow and arrow, you'd imagine some kind of appropriate kid's toy. This is a a homemade <laughs> bow and arrow, and the arrow part—I don't know if you noticed—it um, was one that had a suction cap on the end of it. So you just. That's safe. Yeah. No, he has tied eight barbecue skewers <laughs> around the plastic suction cap. So it is now totally lethal. I'm glad you kids are at daycare. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Ah, uh, that's so uh, great. Now, I understand you've had some adventures of your own. Uh, just like a clear, like... um. Our friend Bicey. Yes. Lovely Bicey. The great Alison Bice. Great Alison Bice. Uh, is uh, petrified of spiders, like an arachnophobe. Right. Like, not just like, oh, I don't like spiders. I think yeah. he's like, like an issue. Well, I don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> so she, Get over it. You're an adult. She texts Claire last night saying, hey, you scared of spiders. Can you come and sort out this problem for me? Excellent. And Claire's like, all right. And I was making bolognese. I was having a glass of wine. I was like, this is my night off. You've been out working. I'm, I'm out of parenting for the night. I'm done. So Claire's like, I'll take, I'll take Penny with me. That's a nice adventure. So Claire takes Penny with her to like, uh, rescue the spider. It's like a bit of, a, bit of an ordeal. And then uh, Claire's like, oh, do you want to go see the lights of the city? Oh. Yeah. And so Penny's like, yeah, that'd be great. So Claire takes her for a drive, uh, you know, like over the, the bridge, the, the rainbow yeah. bridge. Yeah. Like it turns into like a rainbow at night. Like a, oh right, on this on his city link, city link as you're coming one, yeah. towards Balti Bridge. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it does. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's amazing. So Penny's like losing her mind at that, and then a great activity for getting her to sleep, just showing yeah. her flashing multicolored <laughs> lights. And then Penny, Claire, Penny's like, "Oh, can we go into the city?" And Claire's like, "Okay." <laughs> now this is just so unlike Claire. She would never. She's like, "That's brilliant." It's just the best. So they went to the city. They went to the town hall. Claire took her up to the portico room. Really? Yeah. Showed her like where she's doing a comedy festival. They hang out downstairs. They get back at like nine thirty at night. Grouse. Yeah. It was just. It's a, a good adventure. What a great adventure for a little kid. And I think moments like that, which is what my night should have been last night as well. Yes. A wonderful adventure. Not <laughs> <laughs> a moment where I've injured myself and can't hold a microphone anymore. <laughs> and your son thinks that you're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> so look, I think what we've taken from this is some people get it right, and then. There's me. Oh, man. But, like, I remember, like, being a kid and my parents got me up 
to watch uh, a Michael Jackson concert, and I loved Michael Jackson. What an up. excellent <laughs> sentence. My parents got me up to watch uh, That would never have happened in my house. <laughs> like Michael Jackson was on, he was like, and I fucking, I was mad for Michael, you know, we didn't know what we know now. No. We didn't know what we know now. dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, But what? at the time, like, that's one of, the, like, my best memories. Yeah, as a kid, was yeah. like my like someone coming. Come on, Michael Jackson's on TV. Come and like my brother. Right. They didn't get my brother up. I don't, can't remember if my sister was born, but she would have been a baby anyway. Yeah, but it was just me, and they got me off for this special occasion, and Excellent. I was so thing. And I, I think that's the kind of shit that Penny will remember. And absolutely, like, Leo will definitely remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely got a fear of abandonment now. <laughs> you know, it's great. Do something special with your kids. Treat them yeah. every so often. You know, it's fantastic. Well, absolutely. I um, you know, we, we talked about. Uh, uh, the the kid day, making the choices. Leonard's brought it up since then. He goes, I think every Monday should be kid day. I'm like, I totally disagree with that. Yeah, it just ruins the... I think you can have one a year. Yeah. Yeah. It just makes it special. It's like your yeah. birthday. It's a very yes, special day. Absolutely. Um, also, like, tiring, but outside of that. Yeah. Like, you're just going to lose that uh, that sense of yeah. wonder for the there's day. there's no that, joy anymore. Yeah, there's no joy. Where's the anticipation for the day if it's every Monday? That's right. Yeah. But, you know, the fourth Monday, you're just like, nah, we're just going to watch TV. Well, that's a challenge too, is keeping the joy in kids because we did things so rarely, but it was a complete, not only was it a different time, I also lived in country Queensland Yeah, and, and my parents didn't have a great deal of income, yeah. a great deal of money. So if like, for instance, if we went out to dinner for, to, to anything that wasn't um, made in a home kitchen by my mother or somebody else because we were at their house, we possibly was once a year. Yeah, wow. We would go out, and usually it was Pizza Hut for someone's birthday, uh, and then or you can eat Pizza Hut. It was it was pre or you can eat oh. Pizza Hut, wow. uh, but then obviously when that came in, fucking okay, ding hello. Ding. <laughs> um, but the, and then like the fish. brains are here. Shut up, shop. <laughs> <laughs> the Ace Family. I had, I had a friend <laughs> many years ago who uh, had somebody refer to them as the Ace Family, the <laughs> or you can eat family. <laughs> Because <laughs> it was the only type of restaurants they went to. <laughs> but yeah, and then we might have um, fish and chips also oh, once yeah. a year. Um, and then we might have a takeaway, uh, an ice cream uh, when we walked along the beach on a school yeah. holiday once a year. And that, that was it. And that was some special moments. Yeah, they stick out in your mind. Whereas now, uh, Lennon's having those moments every week. Yeah. Every week there's some takeaway food. Every week there's some kind of treat. On the way here, I had to stop and get fuel. He's like, can I get something from the fuel shop? I'm like, yeah, whatever, man. Yeah. You got a kinder surprise. You, you know, there's the, where's the joy level? You know, watching movies. If I can watch all the movies already. Yeah. I mean, by the time I was 15, I'd been to the cinemas twice. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, I remember going to, like, I distinctly remember going to see, like, some movies. I remember my cousin taking me to see um, Terminator 2, Judgment oh, Day, when excellent. it came out. Like, he was, like, 16. I was, like, 11 or whatever it was. Right. Like, what a film for an 11-year-old. Oh, my God. I was, like, and I was the only kid at school who had seen it. And I came Brilliant. Like, what did you do on the weekend? Oh, I just went and saw Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Bullshit. And then I started quoting the lines. So I'm, like, what? What? Ah, you can read. You're still a rat fuck, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I've had people in my show um, that on the way in, because the way my Melbourne Comedy Festival show is people uh, can see me before they walk in the room. Yeah. Um, and quite quite many times I've had audience members go, hey, we're just a couple of rat fucks here to see you. Like, <laughs> so I've started doing it on stage. I ask if anyone listens to shitting with the door open. They say yes. And I go, you rat fucks. And then for the portion of the audience that don't know anything about <laughs> That. Like, that was really rude. <laughs> I don't know how it's 
become a thing, but good on it. Uh, too funny. <laughs> too funny. But yeah, keeping that specialness is, uh, is difficult. Uh, and I think it's... It's like Christmas. Yeah, like but I think it should be not, a, not about purchasing things and not about um, the things that they can acquire. And it should be about the moments like Claire had with Penny. And, and like what I was like, trying to achieve yeah. with Leonard. Th- those, she was like, hey man, guess what we're doing tonight? We're staying up. It's like a Michael Jackson concert from afar. That's right. Not up close. Yes. You don't want to be too close <laughs> to a Michael Jackson You're too concert. young to be that close to Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> come away from him, Jay. Come away now. Get away. Come on. Back away. Billie Jean, it's a great song. We all love it. <laughs> yeah, well. Ah, man, too good. The girls are getting on so well at the moment. Excellent. They're sleeping in each other like... Sylvia won't sleep out of Penny's room. Really? Yeah, she's just refuses. She wants to sleep in Penny's room. That's it. Well, that's good. If she's sleeping, let her go yeah. wherever she wants. Well, <laughs> I'm enjoying it because because Claire's away every night. I'm you know I'm doing bath and bed every night. Yeah. And what I would have done before was I would have uh, given them a bath at the same time. Then I would have taken Sylvia to read her stories. Let Penny watch TV. Well, they yep. did that. Then come back. Uh, Penny's like, I just want to watch one more show. I'm like, fucking. Yeah, man, like, whatever I don't it's have to do. Terminator 2, Judgment Day. <laughs> <laughs> this will make you sleep. <laughs> Michael Jackson's dangerous tour. Don't get too close. Don't, don't, not too close to the TV. He's still out there. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's appropriate right now to say sucking dick isn't parenting. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. You've gone too far. Yep. Uh... And then I would have to, like, take Penny to bed. I say have to. Then I would take Penny to bed and I'd read her stories. But yes. by the time I got into that, I'd be like, fuck, I'm wiped. Yeah. I'm just exhausted. It's no like, time for you. No time for me. But now what I'm doing is bath time, take them both into Penny's room, sit down on the one bed, read them the exact same amount of stories. Right. So I've just halved my story time. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, you guys can just uh, chat to each other for 20 minutes. And then I just leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think what's happening to and you... And then they have like a nice special bond and I can hear them playing and talking. And occasionally there's like a, a big fight and I go back in there and I yeah. calm them down. And Penny, right, you Play some money on the winner. <laughs> <laughs> My money's on the cello, do you know? She doesn't give a fuck, that one. Uh, and then like, you know, put, maybe put Penny in a bed, but... It's been excellent. It's been really good. So we are now um, going to move them uh, either this week or next week uh, into the same bedroom. So you gain a room. We gain a room. Well, yeah, kind of. Like we'll make one room a spare room. So sure, yeah, yeah, we gain yeah, a room. yeah. But we uh, are going to reorganise the whole house around it. That's great. Just for something to do. Like Claire's like, well, why don't they go into our room? Because ours is the biggest room. Yeah. And we'll just go into the other front room that's not the office because that's also a large room yeah. just to mix it up we've been in our house yeah. for like eight years get crazy years. just get crazy and you know what that's where you want to be as a parent you want to be in the front room I mean your kids are way off it at this stage I think I'm dangerously close to it is you want to hear if they're sneaking out of the house <laughs> I reckon I'm close I, I reckon it's not going to take long for Leonard to just I reckon this shit. probably already been out there yeah yeah, yeah. I totally yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably went and climbed that tree after I'd gone to sleep. Yeah, tried, I'll get it down. I'll show Dad. He's, just, he's got scratches over him all the time. I'm like, what are, what are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. I didn't do anything. He's got like owl claws all over <laughs> him. Like, What's happening out there, mate? Is that wolf shit? What are you doing? Do you have a tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you smell like rum? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, what's happened to you is your kids have caught up in age. Yeah, they're and, very close together, two and four. Yes. But they're not too close together, as we talked about. Like, my brother and I are one year apart. We never got on to we're adults, really. Right. Now we get on great. Yeah. But as kids, I think we probably had a few great interactions. Most of the time, 
you know, sometimes we had a bad interaction, like quite a few of those, but most of the time it was just, we just ignored each other. Yeah. Like that's what I remember. I remember like him existing and me existing in our yeah. own separate kind of, and especially as we've gone to our teenage years. I think that was quite similar for all of me and all of my siblings. <laughs> uh, and it took, it actually took uh, until I'd left high school for my older brother and I to get along. Yeah. Um, up, up until then it was just mad sibling rivalry. Yeah. But I, I from me looking at your story, it it must be enjoyable to have a two and a four year old doing similar things because while Walter and Leonard absolutely love each other, yeah, Walter just wants to be where Leonard is, and Leonard absolutely loves Walter. They have absolutely completely different needs, yeah, and trying to care for them both at the same time is pretty fucking difficult. Yeah, and it's just gonna like that that level's not gonna close no. until they're in their fucking late twenties, probably exactly. Like yeah, a long time. Yeah, so or, even it, like from eighteen to twenty-five is a huge difference. Huge difference, you know. And that's probably when they'll be the furthest apart. <laughs> I can remember just imagining Leonard at twenty-one and Walter at fourteen. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh boy. Oh man. Oh my god. I got his helmet today because to, um, on the way home from here, <laughs> we're going to go and find a new um, skate park. Yeah. And the helmet's just feeling a bit. Old and you don't want a helmet to be old. No, you want it nice kids take them off and just throw them on the ground. Well, yep. technically, that's your helmet done. You shouldn't yep. drop your helmet on the ground because you have micro little fractures in the the casing of it. And so, if it hits really hard, it's not going to protect your head. Anyway, that's been thrown on the ground for about four years, and it's complete. Oh my, it very be, hard to police. Very hard to police, but it might be new helmet day because yep. the guy is just fearless. I he's just it. fearless. But I love that he's so fearless. Yeah. Because I was like, I was quite like a, a timid kid. So was I. Like I'd climb trees and stuff. Yeah. And I would put myself in harm's way if somebody else was in control of the harm. Yeah. But I would like, you know, like I remember thinking as a teenager, if you're into our 20s, I'd like get drunk and climb onto a roof of a car. And it was like, <laughs> like go down the highway. Oh, like, yeah. like an absolute car surfing. Like an absolute psychopath. Yeah. That's... With no thought... Uh, to the person driving. No. They loan to me. Like, if yeah. I die, like, oh, I'm an idiot. I was up there. The person driving. Yeah, they're going to live like, with that. I would just climb out the window. Like, <laughs> don't go out that window. What are you going to do? You can't stop, mate. And I'd just be out onto the window. I'd just climb out and sit on the roof. We used to open the d- car door and then get our uh, feet out and start skidding on the bitumen <laughs> and, then, and then stand up holding onto the door. Th- that's normal behavior. <laughs> oh, my God. It's fucking relentless. But this, like, I, I, got, I was very timid, but I got hurt quite badly a couple of times early on in life. So when I was five, I got a third degree burn from soup that fell off me on the oven. So I had to go to hospital for that. When I was eight, spiral fracture of the femur yeah. that I've talked about. And so... What kind of soup was it? Pea and ham, I think. Really sticky. Really stuck to my skin and melted Fuck, it's it off. It's got the fat from the ham yeah. in there that's melted in. Yeah, I might be wrong on that, but it's something like that. Fuck, I do love pea and ham soup, Ooh, though. Oh, I love a pea and ham soup. Fuck, yeah. You get there, you get the ham hock in, homemade Yeah. Cheese. Oh, but the family still ate it. Mum picked it up before. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I think that, that maybe made me a little bit more timid. Um, I had a very adventurous older brother and I wanted to be like him, but I just, there was so many moments that yeah. like, was still fresh in my head, like a, a flying fox at 13 yeah. uh, at my cousin's property in Tasmania that was super fun and I never did it. Yeah. Like I got up there so many times and I just couldn't quite do it. Whereas Leonard, who has also hurt himself yeah. quite a number of times, broken collarbones, smashed his elbow till it's black and blue, dropped a brick on his toe, the toenail's <laughs> going to fall off, constant scratches, bruised hips. Um, he must it's have some really, kind of chip to his tailbone. Honestly, like the battles that guys... doesn't kids- stop him. Yeah, it's just crazy. Like, I would, like, uh, say to explain the timidity, I would 
go for like a ride on my bike and we'd go down some hills, my friends would always take the brakes off and just pedal as fast as they could. Yeah, yeah. And I would leave a little bit of the brake on and go pretty fast. Yes. But I wouldn't just go lose my shit and control. then you blame it on your bearings <laughs> <laughs> oh it's the bearing it's the diff the diff's blown in it oh the muffler's gone well because I did exactly that uh, when I, I would go rollerblading so <laughs> let's get into that actually let's get into that because I've got a, I, I go rollerblading we go down these hills with my little brother and uh, another mate of ours Reese, and they would tear off ahead of me yeah. and I'd be behind them like three years older than Reese, four years older than Sinclair and just putting the skids on a little bit on the rollerblades on the way down. When I'd get down there well after them, I'm like, oh, my bearings must be shot. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Leonard's come back home. I feel bad about this, but I'm staying strong on it. He's come back home from his mum's house, and he's got these shitty pair of rollerblades. Yeah. And he, multiple times, he just wants to wear them. He is a red-hot skateboarder. Yeah. Like, he's really good at it. And on the rollerblades, there's something about kids that age, on these kind of rollerblades, they just... They look like shitty little kids, and I don't like it, and I don't like rollerblades, and he wants to rollerblade around the place, and I'm trying to find reasons for why he can't. Like, and the only thing I can come up with is, because they annoy me, mate. <laughs> and I know if I keep going, I'm going to push him towards rollerblades, and he's going to be one of those fucking rollerbladers. Uh, he could be a cool skateboarder. And that, that's the difference. You're a fucking rollerblader yeah, or a cool skateboarder. Yeah. I think what I need to do is set fire to them. That's the only thing. I'm like, that's what happens with rollerblades, mate. Sometimes they just catch fire. You've been left with a nuclear option. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to burn those rollerblades. (laughs) It's weird because I'm not living... I don't feel like I am in any way living vicariously through my son. I'm not trying to get him to do stuff that I wanted to do. But I am encouraging him to do stuff that I have identified since my childhood is a pretty rad thing to do. Yes. Like skateboarding. Well, like that's why the scooter's not allowed at the skate park anymore. Yeah, I'm like, no, 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 you can skate, mate. There's no, there's no scooters. I, I don't think personally. I don't think there's a certain age of kid on a scooter should be at the skate park because yeah. it's it's fucking dangerous for everybody yeah. involved. Um, but that's a very hard thing. It's like it's a public space. You can't police that. It, it's purely from a safety. You can point police of view. that from a bullying perspective. Yeah. Can, you can really bully the shit out of some I kid. Mean, there's some kids that go in there with a scooter, and the only trick they do is they come jump out and just spin the scooter around in the air. Yeah, there's a metal object. But just, isn't that the only trick there is? Oh no, there's some pretty handy scooter riders that come down and do yeah, flips right. and do all sorts of things. Ooh. Which I think what a wasted time of energy. Yeah, working that up on a scooter, you could have been doing that on a skateboard or yeah. rollerblades or a BMX. What do you want a scooter for? Uh, you look like a fucking idiot. I remember like kids with BMXs, and I was like, "Fuck you!" The shit that they that would do. It. Yeah, that was yeah. the badass stuff. Well, I was the guy at the skate park as an adult uh, with <laughs> all of my mates on skateboards and BMXs, and I was on rollerblades like a real fuckhead, <laughs> like a massive loser. <laughs> <laughs> and and it wasn't like I was the guy on the rollerblades that was as handy as they were on the skateboards and the BMX. Just... I was rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't I be rubbish on a fucking BMX? Uh, too funny. Yeah, I was always. I'm wondering why I've got a contrary kid because my whole fucking life, <laughs> if everyone's doing one thing, even if I want to do it, I'm annoyingly I'm doing the other thing. Uh, man, but choosing like that. Activities for your kids to follow, to do, not to follow. Yeah. Um, I was chatting with someone the other day, and their kids like swimming, like swimming really well, yeah, like yeah. not stop swimming. And I was saying, oh, Penny and Silla, like, you know, they're not 
great. They're just annoying in the pool. I don't like taking them. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. And to be honest, I'm like, unless they're going to be like an Olympic level swimmer, I don't really see the point. I would stop that. Like, if my son showed real skill for swimming, I'd make sure he was. Oh, at no, a pool. they show no skill. Well, I would make sure he's at a pool as little as possible. Yeah. Because there's no fucking way I'm getting up at that time of the morning <laughs> to get him to be an Olympic swimmer. Yeah, where's that going to take you, champ? How much money is there in fucking Olympic swimming? No way. But, like, you know, like, so they'll learn to swim and like that. And I said, well, don't they learn to swim at school? Like, yeah, but, you know, like, it's not really good. And like, well, it's good enough for me. Yeah. To be honest. Like, and the girls, they don't really love swimming so much. They like being in the pool. Yeah. But not swimming. Yeah. But they love dancing and they love music. So yeah. Like, well, I'll just push them into that. Absolutely. That's something Whatever that is like. useful to them. Yeah. That's their passion. And heaps of money in dancing as well. <laughs> 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 right kind of dancing. <laughs> but yeah, Leonard's very similar. Like he's a PJ really... the BJ then. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. <laughs> I thought it. <laughs> um, yeah, Leonard's been swimming for ages now. And um, I used to cop it from his mum that I wasn't teaching him how to swim. Yep. Which is absolutely not the truth very very early on um, from uh, when he was two I think just a bit younger than that I was first taking him to MSAC the Melbourne Sports and Aquatic Centre and then from about two I was trying to be as regular as possible and I was I wasn't doing real hard parenting, but a little bit hard parenting of, whoop, ah, you're in the water. Get yourself to the edge. Whoop, ah, you're in the water. Get yourself to the edge. And I got him to the point where I was confident if he fell into a pool, he could get himself to the edge. And then I'm like, well, I'm done. There you go. You've learned yeah. how to save yourself. That's that's the level of swimming. Now, for the last, oh, I don't know, maybe three years, when he's at his mum, his, his pop takes him to swimming lessons yeah. every week. Oh, nice. Which is actually teaching strokes and how to swim and all that sort of stuff. And he fucking hates it. He's yeah, so right. bored. And I go, I'm, I'm there maybe oh, once every two months, it turns out that I have to take him. And I go yeah. and watch him and I'm happy. To, and geez, he's good. Yeah. He's very good. He well, just, he's a very physically... Like, uh, he's got no fear because he's physically yeah. confident. He's yeah. very physically able. Yes, but he's bored of it. Yeah. Like, you imagine being a kid like him that's always up shit and dropping in from the eight yeah. foot point of the skate bowl and doing all that, and then he's in a class with kids all just swimming in a line, yeah. and he's having to wait for his turn, and he's just looking at me going, oh. <laughs> I'm like, what are we paying for this for? This is ridiculous. Oh man! Yeah, I think absolutely. I mean, it's very hard to identify what your kids. But if they do. love swimming, then take them swimming. Absolutely. And a kid, like I'm not saying your kids shouldn't learn how to swim. Like it's it's a use. It's very. They've useful, got to learn how to swim, and it's going to save your life. Yeah. It's, it's a fantastic skill. Yeah. But also, I mean, at what <laughs> at what point do you? Because you can't do everything. No, you can't. You can't go. Oh, well, we're going to go to swimming. We're going to go to like the ballet because the girls love that. Like, yeah. oh, well, you got to go to swimming, which you don't like. So we can't take you to ballet or music lessons. Well, and I think too, when you get to teenage years of kids, just sort of talking to other parents that have teenagers and remembering what I was like as a teenager, your life's fucking flat out. Yeah, they're doing everything. You yeah. got heaps of stuff on. So I reckon for these kind of years, primary school years, you don't need to be doing a different thing every afternoon. Like, no, come on. I don't mind like having an activity one once a week. Yeah, sure. Fine. Yeah, but not every afternoon. No, have some free play. Swimming, basketball. Was, he was going to circus. That stopped because he broke his fucking collar. <laughs> but you know, that's all just as long as it's fun and it's play. I'm into yeah. it. But if it's like you got to do better at this, you yeah. learn this. It's like he wants to learn a musical instrument. 
I wish I'd been pushed into learning. Well, I was. But we, um, just the school we were at and the way that our family kind of worked, everyone got their musical instrument in grade five. So when you're nine turning 10 is when you get your musical instrument, which is where I'm kind of waiting for Leonard. There's no point now. He'll lose interest in it. He'll be frustrated with it. And then he won't love music is the way I'm looking at it. It's like I encourage music and I encourage him to find different things that make music. Yeah. Um, But... In terms of going and sitting and doing lessons and being involved in an orchestra or something or a band or something like that, well, you can wait until you're 10. Yeah. Fuck, the girls struggle, Penny especially, like if she can't do something straight away, yeah. like it's a, that's the end. Of, yeah. It's the end of it. And we're really good at like getting patient, more patient. It's like, yeah. come on, we'll give it another go. Yeah. We'll try again. We'll try again. Just give it another fucking go. Why are you having fun? Enjoy yourself. <laughs> do it. Enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's sort of, I've brought it up a few times on the podcast. Um, a slightly different topic to this, but it's Leonard's reading. And I've made a call. Yeah. That I, and this is a lazy parenting call. No judgment on people who've made the same call. Yeah. But I'm getting in him a tutor. Because right. I just need to knock it on the head. I feel like I'm at the I same I don't think stage. that is a lazy parenting call. I think that's utilizing uh, the best skills and time. And yeah. money, like in all the best way possible, you know what I mean? Like, your time is limited. Yeah. So why do you want to be spending that time battling? Well, that's the it's the battle. The I don't want to have the tension with the child trying to read because it's hurting our relationship and it's hurting um, his um, skill building. And let's be honest, like kids will... They will listen to a tutor more than they'll listen Absolutely. to their parents yeah. a lot of the time. And I feel like I'm at the stage with reading where he's he actually can do it. He's being lazy. He can actually read. He yeah. knows how to form the sounds together to create yeah. words and he can read. Um, it's just laziness. But it's sort of the same point that I was at with toilet training. Yeah. When you're getting to the end of toilet training, you're like, why is, why, why is there still shit all over the fucking toilet seat? How have you not figured this out yet? And you're just exasperated with it. And yet, obviously, you've got to push through that and then it's fine at the other end. I feel like with reading, he, by his age, apparently you're all meant to do it. I think every kid is different and it'll happen when it needs to happen. But I just want to knock it on its head in yeah. the next term of schooling. I'm just going to pay for a tutor once a week, come Great. around my house, sit with him for an hour. Yep. Get it done. That's what's happening on Monday afternoons because Monday's already TV free day. Yeah. So you've got a special friend that comes over, teaches how to read. You and I then can go and play in the park. Great. Yeah. I love it. It's a good decision. It is a great decision and I'm fully behind you. Back to 100 Excellent. Yeah. If anyone else is not, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Send me uh, a personal DM. We'll have a quiet little bitch about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it. That's it. We did a good job. Fuck, as always. Fuck. Nailed it. Man, some days I'm just like, geez, I need to talk to you. <laughs> some days I just got to get some stuff out. And we were meant to do this yesterday. And I like I woke up, I was so broken. I'm like, sorry, man, we're going to put this off. But I didn't want to put it off. Yeah. I just couldn't physically get to it. I was so geared for it. But when you said no, I was like, well, Claire's at home. It's her day off. And now it's like a beautiful family day. Good. So it worked out absolutely fine. Great. I'm glad you had a yeah. great day because I had a fucking rubbish one. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my favorite days. <laughs> Dads. <laughs>